Welcome to the podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Katie. And this is... One Kiss Meets Forever! This is the podcast where we go back to the people that we have been following and their love story and find out we know nothing at all. And also, we hate them so much. Anyway, we're the podcast that talks about all the things you love and all the things that you laugh at in your favorite made-for-TV romances, the kinds that you see on Hallmark, Lifetime, Netflix, etc. And today we are closing out our, our, our journey on the cutting edge. Hannah, yeah. tell us about it. Yeah, you know, I think it's it's um, fitting that today is February 29th because it's, a, you know, a, a date that doesn't happen very often and this is something that we don't see very often. And they leap a lot in this. <laughs> true, true. Um, <laughs> but today we are talking about the cutting edge four, essentially, Fire and ice, <laughs> mother of dragons. Oh my god! And it <laughs> it came out on ABC Family on March fourteenth, two thousand ten. So I want to just start with what IMDb says about this movie because it's like fully wrong. <laughs> just, it like I'm like you know like you're I was reading it I was like is this for a different movie? <laughs> so. IMDb says, a figure skater turns her to teaching after her partner suffers a debilitating injury. I think we're talking about the last movie, Mm -hmm. except teaching? What? And later summons the courage to get back out on the ice by teaming with a rebellious speed skater with a bad reputation. That part's true, but... Bits and pieces of it are, but, like, summons the courage? No. I don't think that's part of this at all. (laughs) <laughs> a TV guide had a had a better synopsis, which I'll I'll also read, which is a speed skater banned from his sport entices a retired figure skater to return to the ice as a skating partner. A relationship off the rink soon develops, but the turbulent nature of it threatens their chance at victory. A little which, closer. Much closer, I think. Yeah. And it stars Francia Reza and Brendan Fair. Well, no matter what IMDb and TV Guide says about this, we have the scoop. We've got the skinny on this, the final chapter of Cutting Edge 4, Game of Thrones. (laughs) Fire and ice. So here we are. Francia Raisa is back as Alejandra Delgado, or Alex, as we have known her. Um, the former, she's the former hockey player turned figure skater who managed to win big with love and the Pamchenko. Um, it's a questionable amount of time after the events of Cutting Edge 3 that we're in this new movie, and Alex... Um, because she wants to keep competing, has now parted ways with Zach, both personally and professionally, that it just dissolved. You know, there's no mention of him other than, hey, what happened? <laughs> so <laughs> Cutting Edge 3 uh, didn't need to exist. Um, but anyway, um, she's now coaching small children, as all former Cutting Edge women do, and she's not competing in any way. James McKinsey, played by Brendan Fair, is the best speed skater in the world. 
I guess he's the, what's his name, Apollo Ono? That's the only sure. name of the skater I know. I, I, they're all Dutch otherwise, and I'm <laughs> not even going to try. <laughs> Problem is, he's also a dick. So he's been sidelined from competition indefinitely. In a PR move, he decides to hire a coach and try pairs figure skating, since he's only banned from speed skating competitions specifically. And this coach, knowing Alex can handle the bad boys, wants her to be James's partner. At first, Alex is not interested. She wants someone who A, knows how to figure skate, and B, takes it seriously to be her partner. But she can't turn down the dare that James levels at her. So now they're a team. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, all right. Anyway, she still is not big on James uh, for a lot of reasons, um, first of which he lives in a giant trailer, like the fancy tour bus things that you see, and it has his face sl like slapped on the side of it. He calls it the ice box. It's filled with bobbleheads of himself. <laughs> it's just kind of awful in every way. <laughs> um, and then he's also calling her things like sweetheart baby, honey, and other things that make you want to punch him in the face. And on top of all of those things, he's also not taking the training seriously as, you know, he'll do the thing where he'll go out drinking and miss practice and just be an overall see you next Tuesday. <laughs> oh, that's a nice way to put it. <laughs> as a break and to get in a better, you know, headspace, James takes Alex to a bar to play pool. While there, his old teammate Angus shows up. Angus is the reason James isn't speed skating anymore, as he is being punished for punching Angus in the face. Apparently for no reason, as far as I can tell. <laughs> he thought it would look good for camera or something. I don't know. <laughs> Just like really weird. And surprise, Angus provokes him again, and more punching takes place. But Alex, not one to allow people to beat up her teammate, jumps right in. Being in a bar fight actually improves their ability to be skating partners. They've been to battle together. Right. Bar fights? Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so... James's speed skating coach wants him to get reinstated, which is very exciting for James. But in order to do so, he will have to apologize to Angus, which is not happening. But this is now messing with James's head, as is the fact that he is now opened up to Alex about his hard childhood and the way that he is, which means, you know, <laughs> now that I've opened up about my childhood, I'm a good guy now. <laughs> Um, and their coach, through his interpreter, since their coach only speaks Chinese, forces them to spend all of their time together, meaning that James now has to move into Alex's apartment. This is a very rocky transition, as Alex lives in a one-bedroom, but they soon fall into a routine. Things are complicated by the fact that they are both, you know, attracted to each other. It's not even about feels. It's about looks. <laughs> yeah, hotties, hotties with bodies is, is what's happening. Yeah. Uh, Alex in PJs really does it for James, <laughs> like in a way that is creepy. <laughs> <laughs> when they have downtime and decide to play cards, it quickly turns into strip poker with them getting down to their under things, 
I don't want to say underwear because I'm pretty sure Alex is wearing a bathing suit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Questions? know why. Does she have like a, a dry sauna in her house? I don't know about. <laughs> Before Alex moms shows up unexpectedly. Yeah. Right before Nationals, realizing that they are going to need something extra to get them to a place where they'd actually place, James makes up a brand new ice skating move called the Machinator. Um, So they get up in the middle of the night to go practice it, and they don't really want to tell their coach about it. But they practice until their coach arrives in the morning, and he is furious that they would keep something like that from him and then and jeopardize themselves in practicing it so close to nationals it's like you know very dangerous they're not there to you know do it with him it's a, it's a thing well, so alex will be tired and like hurt right <laughs> right um so alex feels shame and runs off to the locker room and cries but james follows where eventually in the scene they end up locking the door and making out having sex i'm not sure but they're 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 horizontal by the end of it with shirts off so (laughs) oh yeah ah yeah i don't know we don't know we don't know how far this movie goes cut to commercial (laughs) at nationals things are going pretty well but while having an interview james spies alex talking to another guy philip he's really not that important but he, he, he is named She's gone on a few dates with him, but, you know, wasn't feeling it. And this was before James, you know, was in the picture in any way. So, you know, she didn't do anything wrong. But all James can see is Philip bend down to kiss her. We, the audience, know it's a kiss on the cheek as a goodbye, you know, do good things. But angles distort vision. So pissed, he stands her up for their date that night. So stupid. (laughs) we'll talk about that date oh we're gonna oh yes we are so alex is trying not to think the worst of james even though it's real hard (laughs) to not um and but when she's trying not to do this she's then shown a video of him that night with another girl when he was supposed to be with her and it was his idea to go out in the first place whatever she's understandably very upset and calls him on not asking her what happened like you know he could have communicated uh he realizes that he was in the wrong and apologizes but now he has lost her trust um during their long program she pulls out of the machinator because it does require complete trust in her partner to keep her safe she no longer has that so she backs out because of this they end up placing third which means they will not compete internationally but they will go to competition as alternates but their partnership is in tatters they are not speaking they are not practicing james even gets back on the speed skating team and is really thinking he's going to this competition as a speed skater like he's not planning to be in the figure skating at all since they're alternates anyway so alex is at the figure skating rink james is at the speed skating rink because they're different rinks i think that's true so when one of the other teams pulls out and they do need their alternates 
Alex is made aware that, you know, like, oh, shit, you're going to skate now. Um, and, you know, gets ready. But no one can get in touch with James. James is in the finals, ready to skate, and realizes what he really wants to be doing is figure skating. So, unbeknownst to the fact that everyone's trying to get to him, he rushes over to the figure skating rink and then bumps into Alex, who was coming to physically find him before they are disqualified. Um, so, they rush onto the ice while, in true cutting-edge fashion, James confesses to Alex that he loves her. She responds with, they'll do the Machinator this time. And he says, no, they won't, because now it has a new name. We're calling it the Amazing Delgado. I hate everything. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever it's called, this is the very first time they do the move successfully. So, yay, they probably win. (laughs) I don't know. At the end of the routine, Alex tells James that she loves him back, and they kiss. And since one kiss kiss means means forever, forever. and this is the last movie, (laughs) Alex will probably go back to teaching, and James will go back to speed skating, but they'll stay together romantically, and maybe James will, like, lose the stupid bus. And this will be the end. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. Because, my God... They deserve each other because they're both awful. Oh, terrible. Just awful. I called him the Ryan Lochte of speed skating. (laughs) You know, but I feel like there's something redeemable about Ryan Lochte in like a weird way where I like, I I don't have it for James. I I mean, so when he moved into her home, which first of all, no. But then when he is walking around her apartment being like, where's my bedroom? It was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Right. You live on a bus. You don't have a bedroom either. Like, what? What? Right. I mean, my my, my note is what? Fuck this man. <laughs> Like, yeah, so much. I mean, for a split second, I thought the whole like him unable to speak because she was wearing pajamas was like, okay, that's kind of cute. Whatever makes you feel good about yourself. But then later on, when she's wearing different pajamas, he's like, where are the the short little pink ones that you were wearing before? And she's like, fuck you. (laughs) That moment to me felt more of her being completely oblivious. And like, I was like, are you really? Right. Okay. And the the thing is, like, she's going to look pretty good in anything that's, like, short and tight because she's an athlete. Um, They weren't particularly, you know, suggestive pajamas. (laughs) They were literally, like, a pair of shorts, and then they think, like, she had, like, a pink thing that kind of hung off the shoulder. It was, like, a pink sweater that hung off a shoulder, one shoulder. It yeah. was very schlubby, and then, like, they're having a full-on conversation, then all, and then all of a sudden he loses his ability to speak. And you're like, yeah. haven't you been talking to me for the last five minutes? <laughs> he was just a terror – like, he, he came off as such a douche. Like, you, we meet him when he punches a person for no reason. Right. And we later find that the person he punches is also a douche, so, like – 
whatever, I guess. I don't care. <laughs> but, douche but on then, douche accent. Yeah, but then, like, he's, like, say, he's calling her sweetheart and being like, you'd be hotter if you went blonde, which I strongly disagree with. Her coloring wants her to be a dark Right. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Do you have eyes? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, I'm sorry. If you've been in the world, you don't say that to people. Like, I, I can't imagine that he's this bit, big of a dick. And, like, also as famous and, and well financially well off as he is because like he has to clearly deal with other people and he can't be like this with everyone because everyone would be like he's not worth it right i feel like his manager is the only person that's like advocating for him and i think it's because like he gets the fact that he's sort of like such a dick is probably uh people want to see what's next from him you know that that whole stupid thing but I don't think I need that from my my Olympians. I, right. Like, an, an Olympian who's, like, selling, I don't know, it was, like, deodorant or something. <laughs> yeah. It was just, like, really, like, I don't, I don't see where this is happening. <laughs> right. And the fact that he, like, okay, so let's talk about this date since we're talking about how okay. awful James is. Okay. So they're going in to do their short program. Um, he whispers to to Alex, "Hope you, do you like red? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, cool. And he, like, goes to the ice and she's like, what? And then come to find in the locker room he has purchased her a sexy red dress um, and says, meet me at this this place in an hour. And she's like, ooh, ooh la la, cool. So she's looking banging in this sexy red dress, which made me think of um, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, where she's like, no, that thing was like dental floss. <laughs> Sorry, that would have never hit me in a million years. But it fits her. Whatever. She looks great. And then because of this misunderstanding with Philip, he just decides to ghost her. So it was his idea to go out he buys her a fucking dress doesn't show up and then literally he's at this bar and the video that you see of this woman like you meet her before you see the video that uh, alex eventually sees but ultimately i forget what i didn't write it down but she says something really stupid like i don't know what this thing is and he the lights go on in his face where it was like she seems dumb and slutty i'll buy her a drink and it was like gross so gross well because also he put a lot i I think he put even more effort into the date because it clearly it was a reservation and there's champagne at the table yeah that's true (laughs) like i was like excuse me sir uh like go have a fight then and it made me mad that she didn't drink any of that champagne i would have opened it i would have ordered oh yeah 100 percent also, but just like she, she did the sad girl thing, where like, like I, I, I lose a little respect for people who do this. Where she waited for him for two hours. No. no, 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 absolutely not. You wait a half an hour, maybe, and if you wait an hour, it's because you got lost in your book or you're playing f- right. games on your phone and you've already eaten. You're you're eating. Right, <laughs> you're fully eating. Right. <laughs> 
Like, it's one of those things where it's like, no, this is, like, really, like, there, there is no other way to read this unless you find out tomorrow that he actually is in the hospital. Right. Like, that's it. That's the only, you know, like, it's the kind of wait where you're like, you better be dead. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Completely agree. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've, I think two things I really need to touch on because they are things we've had to touch on before. So while this is not something that we talked about in the cutting edge movies, we did talk about it in our ice related series of this winter. (laughs) So we learn that at some point he was like a homeless teen. <laughs> right. And yet he becomes the best speed skater in the world. They don't have money for a home, but he can train to be a speed skater? Like, this is not something you just pick up in your 20s. He is a genius, like Misty <laughs> Copeland. <laughs> He started when he was 16 and just has the right body for it. And I don't, I don't know. Or maybe he learned how to, how to skate really fast in the wilds of Michigan uh, because the bullies were chasing him. So that was his training. The school of hard knocks. Yeah. It just like, it, I, like it, it, you know, it's also, it's one of those sports where I'm like, you have to like, would you know where to find a, a coach for a speed skater? It's not like ice like figure skating where like there's probably somebody at your local rank who teaches small children like that's like a specialty but i feel like i, I don't know it, i could see a world where an intrepid young james was like hey mr coat hey mr rink owner i'll be the janitor for time on the rink and maybe a lesson or two and then you know you had that movie moment of this kid is amazing and then they foster him from there who knows okay but then i wanted like then tell me that story that yeah. that happened like i i just i didn't buy that this ma- man also this man who is like Throwing money at everything, yeah. Had any like financial hardship in his past? I'm just like bullshit. Like we know, like people who went through the depression, like f- still like saved their wrapping paper until they died. <laughs> like it's you, it, you don't lose that, <laughs> right? Absolutely. So, so that was my was one. The other thing I really need to talk about. <laughs> Is surprise time. <laughs> how does time work, Hannah? This is less about how long Alex has been away from Zach or anything like that. It, it, there was nothing that was like glaringly weird about that to me. What was bananas is that they decide to make up and practice and put into their routine. An incredibly difficult new move, either the day before or the day of the competition. Right. And at some point he had said, like, quit teaching and I'll pay for everything so that you can just focus on me because he's a narcissist. And she was like, no, I'm not. I'm going to go my own way. 
And then that same day said, I quit teaching yesterday. Yeah. Or like, to, and it, like, so what was the point? Like, why, why'd you quit teaching? <laughs> like, the competition is tomorrow. What, what if you don't do good? Now you, now you just don't have a job. Like, what are you talking about? Like, this is not the time to do this. I agree. That whole, that kind of whole sequence of events was like, they do, they, you know, they're, they're, she's, they're shamed for practicing without the coach. They're in that locker room situation and they're kind of fighting. And then all of a sudden she's like, I quit teaching. I'm in this. And that's and they when they fuck. make out. Yeah, then they <laughs> fuck, which they needed to do because I was sick of them dancing around each other. That is the thing I'll say about this movie is stop the dancing, more skating, please. Like there was not as much skating in this movie as there were in the other cutting edges. And I was like, then what's the point? Yeah. You know, I, mean, I don't watch Bring It On for the, the drama. I want to <laughs> see the cheerleading, you know? <laughs> whatever. Although I will say that the machinator was a pretty cool move when once you see it because I think it can actually happen. Um, <laughs> because I think we see it actually happen. Um, but, but whatever. You know, I, I it's very similar to the Pemchenko, it seems like. Yeah, but just not as swoopy. Like so yeah. from what I can what from what I can remember, it seems like he kind of lifts her up spinning holding an arm and a leg sort of bent. So she's yeah. like being held like a little teacup or something. Like, like she's yeah. the handle of the teapot. And then he like, so holds her like upside down while spinning and then kind of seems to like flip her upright. And then she, and then this time she does do the back on one leg thing by herself. Uh -huh. She's not caught by him. So he's kind of tossing her in from a weird position, but with enough torque and flippy doos that she can back <laughs> away. Um, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Um, here's my other question for you. Yay. I, I, I genuinely am like, they just were like, we don't want to deal with this. We're not going to deal with it. He is literally about to go on to the ice to skate in the finals when he like comes to this realization that he wants to be a figure skater or do the figure skating. Did he skate in the finals? So, so <laughs> the way that they, they do it, I feel like we're meant to infer because he has Angus go out first. I think we're meant to infer that he doesn't follow Angus onto the ice and that he's just running down the hall. However, in my brain, I also said, it's a fast competition. He's fast. <laughs> That's what I thought too. Because <laughs> the thing is, he was... Angus was always going before him. Like, yeah. uh, he was ahead of him in the line? I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, like, it was one of those things where I was like, I don't really know that these two things are, like, so impossible. Also, we know that, like, if you are part of it, like, a lot of these sporting things will actually like plan it out so that mm -hmm. you can get to all the events properly sure. it, you, you know i feel like that that's true of like like swimming i feel like that happens a lot because there's i think there's multiple pools they don't just have one pool for everybody all the time like and it'll be like okay well this person like they can't do uh, this final and uh, this heat you know like they 
plan that. And I feel like that would have been taken into account. But the drama. Yes, I know. But I feel like he could have done both and it wouldn't have been a big deal. And I like the thing is they just didn't address it technically. Um, They also didn't address the fact that their long program from nationals to internationals (laughs) is just different. They're not the same. It's a different, it's a, it's a different set of moves. It's a different, yeah, yeah, it's a different routine. It's different costumes. (laughs) It's just like, what are you, what? What's happening? You, we know they haven't seen each other or practiced. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I, they wanted to give we, the audience, something different to see, I'm sure, because they cut out all the skating. That's so true. we needed to see something new. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Should we go into Hallmark Hallmarks? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Nationals are in five weeks. She's teaching now. <laughs> uh, they are forced to work together. He's a bad boy. We, at least it seems like he is the spoiled rich boy and the working class girl. Mm-hmm. Her mom says, oh, you like a boy. You like the James. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> For him... Dad is dead and life is hard. <laughs> that was my next one, too. <laughs> we have an interrupted kiss. Mm-hmm. And they do mention Topic. They do mention Topic. Um, buys the woman something and expects it to fit. <laughs> I also want to point out that it's a red dress for an important moment. <laughs> That's true. And the last one I, I wrote down was... Um, here comes mom with the advice. Yeah, I have that too. Um, I I also say that we do have like a wildly misinterpreted moment. That's true. That is fair. I, th- I think yeah. I just like zoned out it towards the end. <laughs> yeah, that's fair too. Uh, Pretty Parade? So the only thing for Pretty Parade that I wrote down was um, because we get to see them. I really loved James's comic book underpants. <laughs> that okay. was pretty cool. I liked them. All right. Um, my only one was an anti because she is wearing this blue hairpiece during their first long program that just keeps getting in her face. And I was mm. just like, I'm annoyed for you. <laughs> fair. So. So fair. Across the universe. Uh, I have a couple. They're Me not too. very interesting. <laughs> but uh, my first one was we get, you know, last time we had, um, why am I blanking on his first name? Benjamin Hollingsworth. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Benjamin uh, as the evil skater. And this time it's Jan, is it Janot? Janot? I, I, I don't Janot? know how to say it. I don't know. Another Hallmark star who... He's been in some things. I believe yeah. he's he. I believe he's in one of the. I think he's in Sense and Sensibility. This. Oh, nice. Right. I don't know. Did I haven't I? watched it. Um, because it hasn't aired when we're recording this. <laughs> um, but he's the evil skater. He's Angus. Nice. What a name, Angus. 
Um, I, uh, well, you know, Brennan Fair is also from one of our podcasts. Um, he was in The Christmas Kiss, um, which so he's a, an, an, an oh, One Kiss Means Forever overlap. Uh, my main across the universe that I want to point out, mm-hmm. um, besides the fact that they are actually in Montreal this time, <laughs> um, <laughs> which I think would be great, is I'm really happy that I snuck this into the last episode because the roller bag with the light up wheels makes a return. If you know, but this time it's a USA suitcase, but I would as they're running down the hallway trying to make their disqualification or whatever they lit up and i went hey it's back (laughs) (laughs) um yes um the the other across the universe i had was um you know besides the like they have to say i love you and then respond stupidly with like we're gonna do the move um when when she admits that she loves him back he does the original cutting edge line of just remember who said it first cute that is cute um I guess this is a, an okay place to put this or ask you, though. Were you as disappointed in the Topic line in this movie as I was? I don't even remember what it was. I clearly wrote it down in part of Hallmark Comics, but I, I could not tell you where they where it comes in. Because usually in the cutting edge lore, it's like the, it's while they're skating and it's like some kind of advice that they give to the other skater. Topic, Topic. And this, I, this- I wouldn't even call it advice. I think it's like... Like, remember, this is not the same kind of skate as sure. before, and, like, that's why you're doing bad. It's teasing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But with this, he was being interviewed by sports people, and they said, what's the biggest difference between figure oh. skating and speed skating? And he went, and he had this, like, beat and a look, and he goes, toe pick. And oh, you're like, yeah, fuck that's you. Stupid. That's yeah, so, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not how you do it, because it has to be toe pick. Yeah. Yeah, it has to be topic. Exactly. <laughs> uh, new and noteworthy. We don't often see strip poker. I had that too. And I said, we, we don't often see a bar fight. <laughs> I also had that. Um, and my other noteworthy thing is she does a classy thing and tips after being stood up and not ordering, ordering oh. anything. She puts some money on the table. That is classy. I missed that. Uh, did you have a supporting shout out? I actually did. Okay. Because I love um, the coach and the interpreter. Okay. I So uh, Mr. Shung and Mr. Wong, um, uh, their Lost in Translations was kind of the only shining light in this whole movie of, um, of translating American idioms into Chinese <laughs> towards the beginning of the movie. I was, thought that was delightful. And, um, and Shung was just really cute. Like he was just in earnest. He gave the greatest performance, I think. Of this movie and maybe the last movie. Um, uh, how about you? I didn't have one, but I think that's fair. The okay. Yours is, is pretty good. Cool. Thanks. Kiss meter. Kiss meter. All right. So, first kiss. Full makeout session. I gave it an 8.5. <laughs> Okay. Like, I appreciated that they locked the door. And I appreciated that they went for it. It was a little lippy to me. But I was not 
terribly concerned about that. <laughs> sure. Sure, sure. How about you? I don't know if I was just in a mood, but I personally think that at the time, had had the prior stuff not been had they not just been getting yelled at had they not been um crying or she had been crying and had it been like more of a conversation i know they've been dancing around their sexual tension this whole time but even though like it just if when he goes to lock the door i still feel like there wasn't consent so it felt like a trap I That's felt fair. like so I felt a little creepy. I also think they're both really toxic <laughs> about each other and for each other. Yeah. Um, Regardless of one kiss meets forever, these two people should not be together. Yes. Yeah, no they shouldn't. Um <laughs> I agree that it was it looked hot and I liked the fact that it looked like they were actually going to bone and whatever. If they're going to bone, you should lock the door, but I, I feel like I would have preferred them to bone during the strip poker part and not mm. this kind of okay. fraught moment. That's fair. Um, and then oh, we I, have the... I gave it a five. I didn't oh, okay. rate it. Okay. <laughs> um, and then we have the final kiss, which I just gave a seven because I thought it was fine. It was nothing special. I don't like no notes, but also no notes. <laughs> <laughs> Same. I gave it a 6.5 fine we expected it whatever yeah so katie <laughs> i think we know the answer to this but uh would you recommend other people watch this movie Boo. <laughs> i'll also tell you that i did watch this in pieces i watched it in a couple different um sittings because life um i just i hated both of them we didn't get enough skating um i uh, no, I like. <laughs> no, I, I don't even have the energy to to back up more of it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> How about you, Hannah? <laughs> no, I don't recommend. No. <laughs> I have now that we're at the end of this uh, journey. If you really need a sequel to The Cutting Edge, you watch three and only three, and yes. that is where I'm landing on it. <laughs> You don't need two. You don't need four. Just don't do it. Three is a good stopping point. She stays with Zach. Zach was better. <laughs> yep. They were chasing the dream. <laughs> like, this This was just a... I didn't need any of this to happen. No. <laughs> I agree. Fire and ice destroy each other. So, yeah. like, right. that's what they'll end this, up doing. This was very season eight of Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, what a journey, though. I am so happy that we did this whole series, even if it was painful at times, um, because we have found out from so many people that Cutting Edge is, is so beloved. Um, and that's always fun to feel that um, something that you hold close to your heart is also in, um, endeared by others. So yes. um, thank you so much for everybody who, who wrote in and said that, um, that we, we appreciate it that we did them. Um, <laughs> sorry that they weren't very good. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to be sorry. I think the episodes are fun. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's It's... And you know, and now, and now you don't have to watch these movies. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> so thank you as always um, 
for listening and make sure you're following us on Twitter X and Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. One kiss means forever, where the one and the four are numerals. And if you want to email us um, maybe other series that you feel like we should attack, uh, we'd be happy to hear about it. You can email us about it at onekissmeansforever at gmail.com. And that's all spelled out as you see it on the logo. And thanks, as always, to Flint Pastures for our intro-outro music. His stuff's on Apple Music, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And uh, we will see you all in a few weeks for more movies. Yay! More I was like, what are we love. doing? What are we talking about? <laughs> more things about love that were made for TV. Yes, yes. We've, we're almost, we're on, we're on leap day. We can make it through the rest of this winter. It's almost done, sort of. Yeah. See you guys soon. Hear you soon. Bye! Bye. Time for spring. Spring, spring, spring. <laughs> <laughs>